Hello and welcome to Easy Operations, episode 48. This is the show where we talk about movies we've been watching, TV shows, and video games. My name is Ron, and this week, and always, I'm joined by James. Yo! And Mondo. Hey, hey. How are you guys? Good, uh, for the most part, good. Um, been busy, just kind of going in and out here and there. Caught a movie, um, and yeah, played pretty much the same games, but um, while playing the same games, you always see something new and interesting. So uh, what have you guys have, what have you guys been up to? Just chilling with me, same thing. Uh, well, I had to clean out some boxes at uh, my mom's house where I used to live and I had stored my uh, collection of comic books there and I had to move them and it was quite a bit. It was like eight boxes full of comic books from, I would say like the early 90s to like probably end of the 90s is probably when I was kind of collecting stuff. And uh, man, it it's a nice solid collection that brought me a lot of joy to see it again. But I don't have room for it in my house. And I'm just kind of debating what I should do with it. Like, I have some things that are potentially worth a little bit, but I don't even know what's a good site to check to check values anymore like there used to be wizard magazine and you would like look yeah. at the back of it to see what it's worth yeah um so i don't know what to do with it like part of me wants to keep it I, I, in the perfect world if i had a nice garage i'd sort of keep them and uh you know but maybe i'll just kind of sell it on ebay piece by piece i don't know but it seems like a lot of work where do you have it uh stored at now it's like in the corner of my uh Dining room, I guess. <laughs> Ooh, watch out for the kitty cat. He might, you know, think it's a scratching post. Ah, uh, they're in boxes. It should be fine. And then my bike is blocking it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, I have so like... Up space? Yeah, it's taking up space. And I I have like good stuff like, you know, Spider-Man number one when they re-released it in the 90s with Todd McFarlane. I have X-Men number one. I have Spawn number one. I have like a lot of the early image stuff. I have the like, number one issues um you know just a lot of good things death of superman return of superman all these the green lantern when kyle rayner his appearance all these cool things you know but yeah (laughs) that's the thing about physical media right it just it takes up a lot of room and and and, you know comic books you can't really display them you know in in a way without taking up a lot of room right it's not like a a books you you could see the spines on them and and see the names and see what you got you know you could technically frame your favorite covers yeah there you go uh or uh you know i was thinking on probably some of the nicer ones is you know they have that service to like get a professional grading and they put it in a special sealing like container yes yeah what are they called like the comics grading authority or something like that all right. Uh, as mentioned to you off our podcast, Mike bought one of these uh, comic books that was already pre-graded. It got a 9.8 grading. It's mm-hmm. funny. Um, the only reason why it wasn't a 10 is because it was signed by J. Scott Campbell. Because it's signed, it's considered a degradation of the image. Oh, quality that's crazy. That so, used to be a huge deal. <laughs> well, it is. It's, it's like it's like a double-edged sword, right? Yeah. Like it's it you do because it's signed, but however, because it's signed, it's writing on the image, and it can't be considered a perfect ten because it's not perfectly pristine because of the writing. What is it, Gen thirteen um, or what? No, uh, it's a Spider Gwen uh, variant cover oh, that was like super limited. Yeah, um, I believe he got a 
I think the wedding, not the wedding dress. I'm sorry. Uh, it's like a Gwenum. It's like a, a Spider Gwen uh, with the Venom symbiote, which was a variant, and it was released at a in a, in a time period when that wasn't even announced yet. So, oh wow, uh, it was worth it was worth a lot of money, and he paid a lot for it. So ballpark <laughs> area. So I can get well, no, he paid he paid around 250 bucks. <laughs> But it's uh, pre-graded, so it's uh, it's already all framed. Yeah, so up he doesn't it. need to do anything to it. He just can frame it up, display it. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, like I don't know what it costs to even get it graded. I, it can't be that much, um, you know. But uh, yeah, I might I might do that on some of the stuff that I think has a sweet cover. You know, um, then you could frame some of those, and then just I don't know. But uh, did you see any that has a nice cover or? So far that you were like the, that drew your eye? Um, just off the top of my head, it's like I always like the cover to uh, the uh, X-Men number one. It, it happened to be a fold-out though, so unfortunately that probably wouldn't be able to display it properly. But if you would fold the first page of the cover, it would then make like a little mini poster and it just had like Wolverine and Cyclops and I think Magneto was throwing a laser at them or something like that. Is that the one where they're still in the yellow and blue or when they got the Jim Lee? That's costume? the Jim Lee is when he did his run. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. yeah, that's that's a great yeah. cover. And uh, I'm thinking like uh, the Green Lantern issue when he, he got a bunch of the power rings and he has them like on two hands. Oh, He's nice. like going crazy on the cover, like something like that. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Kyle Rayner? No, or, it's Hal um, Jordan when Hal Jordan went crazy. Okay. Okay. Oh, when it became uh, the yellow one? What's no, it's before all this. It's, it's be, oh, before. before. It's when yeah. he kind of took down the Green Lantern Corps. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Early yeah, 90s. Yeah, man. The 90s were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any uh, Death of Superman? I got Death of <laughs> Superman in that like black bloody cover. Nice. Oh, nice. With the flag, right? Or not the flag. It has the... the it was a, like a, a sash that you were supposed to wear like on your arm, but mine is sealed. So it's a sealed copy. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. And then I bought a separate one just so you could see what it looks like on the inside. It was like a you know second printing run. Um, but I got a bunch of stuff. Like you name a big event in the 90s, I probably have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but let's bring us back to the 2018s, if you will with uh some movies and uh we went to the movies and uh, i think we all saw pacific rim 2 and this is no longer directed by uh i always want to say benicio del toro but it's not (laughs) i always want to do it sicario it's uh (laughs) guillermo del toro who just won an award for uh shape of water uh he no longer directed this one it's now uh what's his name james help me out here Steven Knight, who uh, apparently yeah, you said he Knight. did a episode of was it the whole season or was it an episode of Daredevil on Netflix? Uh, he show ran the first season of Daredevil and all of Spartacus. Oh, okay. Wow. So much promise, and yet I feel like this movie came up really, really short and very um, cliche. Okay, well, uh, start us off, Mondo. Then, uh, what did you like about it? What didn't you like about it? Um, what I did like was that, you know, they give you like a quick flashback of, uh, you know, what happened in certain events in part one, kind of, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Boyega's character, they were giving his background and I wish they would have kept a little bit more of that kind of making more intriguing and, you know, you want to connect with these characters, but then after that, they go away from all that. And it's like, Oh, Hey, you guys got to save the world just like that. Like right off the bat. 
I, I felt certain things were rushed, especially that aspect. There was no character development. I, I, could, only, I could care less for all of them. Um, and I only cared about the robots because they looked pretty cool, and that was it. There was a little bit of a, a twist, you know, about who the main villain is in all this. But you know what? For me, it was a snooze fest. Uh, seeing the first 15 minutes of uh, him meeting this one character, uh, I just kind of figured like, oh, okay, here we go. You're going to have this come towards the end. And yeah, pretty much I called it from beginning to end. And it left me empty. It was, I was just like, uh, where's the story development? Where, where, where's, you know, where's the entry? Because in part one, there was all of that. Everybody seemed to have like a kick-ass role. And here it was just kind of like eh, mediocre-ish. I don't know. That's just me. What about you guys? Ron? Well, I had fun with it, but it's not that good of a movie. Um, I really enjoyed the action. And to me, I felt like this almost kind of went too much into the backstory. Whereas you see the first film and it's it's very quick to get right into it. And there's not a lot of backstory. And this does give you backstory. And, uh, you know, I... Well, by explaining where the John Boyega character comes from, uh, you know, his kind of rise from being on the streets to kind of getting reintegrated with the team and how he has to train these new recruits. It's a lot of explanation, whereas they're already a team in, in uh, Pacific Rim 1. It's just you got each one from a country and let's get to right to fighting the, the you know, monsters. And so that's what I mean in terms of like, and then you have the arc of the, the younger girl that's trying to, you know, she's out on the streets as well and she's trying to get integrated in this group. And so that that's that's where I feel like there's a lot of backstory in the first one that wasn't there. But I don't know that it adds too much to it. And uh, in the beginning, I felt a real Transformers vibe to it. And it kind of started out a little corny. And But some of those things pay off. Stuff that you think is, what? why am I watching this? It kind of pays off in the storyline. It's great action, but... The uh, the villains in this character, especially the scientists, he's really hamming it up in the performance. And uh, yeah, I it, it's it's not that good of a movie, but I had fun with it. I this would be like a matinee thing if you like sort of action blockbuster movies. What about you, James? Uh, we did movie passes, so I think it's at least uh, movie pass worthy. But uh, I, I kind of as I mentioned to you when we we're discussing it um, after we saw it. Initially, it was kind of I was kind of in a in a kind of shook where like man, this first half is pretty horrible, um, and as it went along, it got stupider and stupider. But then at the same time, because it got so dumb as it kept going and it keeps escalating itself and being how how ridiculous and over the top it was, I started to enjoy it for that. Um, as uh, it gets as it as more as I got absurd, the more I had a good time with it. <laughs> like just like random things would just start happening. Like uh, you guys hinted at with a specific character, um, it's like totally different from the first movie, uh, and uh, how that character evolved. It was just like <laughs> it was just like so wacky and out of like the tone of the first movie. You know, granted, a monster versus robot movie, you kind of come with some sort of a set of expectations. And going into this one, uh, I kind of thought it would be kind of similar to the first one, but it's far exceeds it in being over the top. And I think this is a movie that, that I think will be more 
enjoyable uh, either if you're drunk or just going <laughs> into roasted or you know <laughs> no seriously because like, it's so crazy and wild that like it's fun at the, in the process of it it's not it's like it's more more fun than good i guess you could say it's not good at all actually but uh but you could still have a good time with it just because of how absurd and dumb it gets uh that's well you know, it's funny you mentioned that because i think there was a guy that was either high or drunk in the movie theater, and this guy was having a yeah. blast with this movie. He was just like reacting to everything. Yeah. <laughs> and this right. is why they still, they're still going to make Pacific Rim 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, just like they're going to make Transformer, Transformer movies. People stop. Stop. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't think it did well here, but James, like you mentioned, it might have been the overseas market that keeps this going. And you could definitely tell this was catered for uh, the overseas market because you got a lot of scenes set. Uh, what is it? Uh, what country is it in, in James? I think it, it might be yeah, China. Yeah, it's China. I forget. Because they're speaking I Mandarin, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And especially that actress oh, yeah, who's mostly speaking in Mandarin. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can tell this is really catered to the Chinese audience. And that's fine. But, like, they knew where that last one made more of the money, you know? Yeah, so they... they yeah. For sure. And I did enjoy uh, the the action that was in the movie. I the only thing that I was a little disappointed in is uh, some of the designs of the robots themselves. I didn't like the main Gypsy uh, Avenger as much as I liked the Gypsy person. Danger. And uh, yeah, the other ones look more like mechanical. Like they look like they're old school. Like you know, like the Russian one looks like kind of a very big giant form of a tank. Like they all look very distinct. Um, in this one. I guess maybe because their first movie, you know, since they're different nations building their own mechs, they have their own little style. This one, they look like they're all built from the same place or something, uh, the same army. So it kind of all had that similar design um, outside the colors. One, the only cool one I thought was uh, that I was I liked a lot was that green one that had the little uh, machine gunner that's on the chest that can yeah. swivel yeah, around the, the waist. He had like a chain hook cool. too or something like that. Right? Yeah, that the was the most uh, cool. That was cool one yeah uh but outside of that the action you know was fun but uh you know check this out with uh, movie pass and uh, get inebriated you'll have a, a, a more fun time <laughs> you know what's it. funny is i i'm telling you here that i felt like the first specific rim like it it wasted no time it breezed through it quickly and as i'm looking at the time on it it's actually 20 minutes longer and i could have sworn this new one uh was a longer movie but it just that last one it just in terms of its pace of the story, I didn't feel like it, it had any wasted moments. So that's that's weird. But uh, there you go. Yep, that's how you could tell uh, a good director yeah. from an uh, okay yeah. director. Uh, okay, uh, anyone else see any other movies? I saw uh, this Netflix original called Game Over Man. It featured these guys from actually all the main cast of Workaholics. I don't know if you guys watched this is a Comedy Central show, and I had it had potential uh, to be good because I like I like that show, and it's like generally by the same people. But uh, guys, this movie is awful, <laughs> way below bright no, no, in the scale, run dude. scale. That's your bar of uh, excellence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh definitely not worth watching so definitely don't worry it had a good premise basically it's just these dudes that are um kind of like the keep or the maids for this fancy hotel that gets uh raided by terrorists and then basically they're just stuck in the middle of it. so basically like a comedic diehard uh essentially and uh, it had a, has a bunch of like 
cameos from other uh actors and all that stuff but definitely definitely not worth it and uh bad one i recommend skipping this what i do recommend not to be bad <laughs> one liner just bad everything uh bad, you know uh bad writing acting all that stuff nothing was funny so it, what what it does have which i did appreciate is it had a lot of gore uh funny enough i, I didn't expect as much gore as it w- displayed in the movie but uh even with that it doesn't help that movie become any good i could see why it got like a zero percent or whatever <laughs> I, was like, uh, I think on rotten tomatoes but what i do recommend uh checking out is in the recent release of uh last jedi the blu-ray there is this documentary made by uh, a legit documentary director who was um allowed access to the filming of the behind the scenes of the making of this movie and that's usually a rare uh, thing because most of the time the studio produces their own behind the scenes, especially if they want to keep a lot of secrecy. I'm assuming the director of this one had uh, NDAs involved and all that. But uh, so this was actually done by a legit, uh, I guess, Oscar Emmy nominated director. And you can tell like just the way it's uh, shot and designed. It really mainly focuses on Ryan Johnson on not the whole process of him getting the job, how his life was uh, after getting this such a big role. And then, uh, him tackling this thing. I would say it's even more extensive and uh, more intriguing than that Phantom Menace ba- the, ba- uh, documentary, which was really good in the first place. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that in the original I episode one years ago. Uh, DVD. Uh, but this one, I would highly recommend it, especially if you're, you don't even have to be a Star Wars fan, but it's just fascinating. It's more, I guess you could say it's a fascinating look on a person, like this kind of this every man un- uh, director tackling this giant's uh, property. And um, you can kind of see his mindset and his decisions and everything. Very highly it's, recommended. Yeah, two hours it's kind of long. Um, I'd say it's a cool. Yeah, it's about two hours. It's almost as long as the movie, the actual movie itself. But I was intrigued the whole way, and uh, yeah, I um, it. it it always bugs me that sometimes special features are uh, less quality than the the actual movie. And what I mean by that is, like, we bought the 4K Blu-ray, but this is not a 4K presentation for this. Uh, supplemental footage mm-hmm. and I, I think i could have sworn there's some blu-rays that mm-hmm. are the special features are not in hd have you noticed that trend Those are, yeah it's i think it's because they just had less effort into doing it uh I, it was this move the, the yeah, special feature not the 4K? The box, it looks really and good it only on... specifies 4k for the movie itself and then when you look it just says for blu-ray movie. for the bonus extras uh and, and even if you want to watch the movie <clears throat> excuse I, me with uh commentary you got to watch it on the on the blu-ray version oh wow speaking of that i watched that as well also excellent yeah uh, i just picked mine up yesterday i gotta more i gotta pick it up that. and uh, see see how it looks in 4k yeah, that I imagine looks gonna look great on your OLED. Um, let me know how that is. And have you watched the? If you guys, any of you guys watched this making of or the commentary? Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, it. One thing I wanted to point out, James, is it seems like there's not a good track record when it comes to Netflix original movies. As far as you can tell, I think the only one you've liked has been uh, Bright. Am I right? Well, I like. Uh, that was Beast a bit of, of a Nation. downer. I don't know good. that I loved it. It was good acting, but it just was very depressing. <laughs> yeah. 
And, oh, uh, yeah. Mudbound. Watch that. Mudbound's really good, too. That's also... But, but that's... But that's also kind of like a you got to be in the mood. It's yeah. a serious, heavy movie. So uh, jumping into that, um, I think Amazon has yes. been doing the better yeah. originals than Netflix so far. Uh, they're more fewer, I guess you could say, but they look like they're more quality in terms of what yeah, they put there. Yeah, because that wasn't 100% on Ben Johnson. So, um, you like Van Johnson, Mondo? Yeah. Hmm? I think you like Netflix- uh, Jean-Claude Van Johnson? Enjoying it so far. Okay. <laughs> And I think what Netflix is doing is because they want to be the next HBO. They're pulling, you know, they're producing like more quantity than quality. It seems like they're just like churning out yeah. like Netflix yeah. originals, either stand ups or uh, shows. And and because of that, good things can be lost in 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 the shuffle. Yeah, because there's so much of it compared to Amazon, where it's like they come a lot few and far between, but some of those are actually All pretty right, good well, and stick out. As for TV shows, James, neither Mondo or myself had a chance to watch any shows. How about you? Uh, just continuing it. Uh, one thing I am impressed with this week is, uh, or this past week's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was excellent. Oh, okay, because I thought the, uh, the last one when they reintroduced the uh, the season, I thought that was good. Um uh, which one? A, Did a you romance that kind of was taken episode? to another level. Uh, I don't want to say. <laughs> um, this one. Well, well, the, this okay. episode is heavily. Uh, on I probably haven't seen that one. Did you? Yeah. So. Okay, but it's uh, excellent, and I agree with you. That episode before awesome. was probably one of the awesome. best, but this one I think easily tops it. So. I'm mightily impressed right. with the season by so far. Uh, well, Shield. let's skip TV then, and uh, let's just get into some video games. Uh, James, start us off. Uh, I'm just going to go real quick here. So basically, uh, due to having Game Pass for CFDs, it introduced me to a lot of games that I haven't had a chance to play, and also some that haven't played in a long time. So I just threw it in there just to give a quick, like, I don't know, hour or two impressions for each game. I... First, I want to start off with this classic, an Xbox original Xbox classic, Ninja Gaiden Black. Uh, what's cool about this is that it's uh, enhanced where it's up, it's rendering at native 4K. For me specifically, it's, it's downsampling from the 4K. And uh, boy, this game still holds up in terms of its looks. It's super clean, and it, since it had widescreen support, it almost feels like a modern game still. Uh, the poly count of course it's not as high as the current games but it looks uh, amazingly sharp and clean and uh the game actually holds up really well that combat system is great i actually found it just the first couple hours that i played of this new one or i mean of the of the re-release uh a lot easier than i remember the only thing i'm having struggle with uh continuously with this game is the camera because it feels like the camera is <laughs> inverse. Uh, inverse i know my likes inverse so like if i if i if i were to like if I were to like put right on the right analog, yeah, it moves yeah, yeah. the camera not right; it goes left. So it, it's my mind's kind of messed up on that. So that I'm still fighting uh, the camera, but the combat still, still hard? relatively like holds up at being really good. And it's still hard in the sense that you get ganged up a lot, and especially when there's enemies that come off screen because of the camera. But I don't think it's as hard as I as people remember. I think um, it's. 
it's it's challenging, but not as difficult. I, you know, I would still go to Ninja Dog mode where if I get into a bind, but uh, it wasn't as super difficult as I I used to remember it. Maybe it was part uh, two. This one was very hard for me. Uh, I had to put it on the but, easiest uh, setting, and it and even still, I died, and then it gave me like a little a little bow or something to wear to show you that you died many times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the the Ninja Dog mode. Um, but yeah, uh, the cutscenes, uh, while because they're f- uh, full motion video, they do not hold up well because um, you can't yeah. render those natively. They're old, you know, 480p footages. So that part's ugly, uh, but game still holds up. Uh, next one moving along is this uh, platformer called Super Lucky's Tale. So it's basically a Mario or uh, just just that type of game uh in general and actually it was quite impressive it's solid it reminds me more of spyro uh than anything uh because in terms of the movement and attacks it's it's mario but the attacking is feels more like spyro um and you do kind of like go to levels do get to collect the collectathon things uh highly recommend if you wanted just to go play a solid platformer if you especially if you don't have a switch or something and can't get that mario fix this is something that may feel the void it's not as high quality as mario but i think it has uh it's pretty fun still and it looks great on the on the xbox one x i know it's enhanced um it runs at 60 frames i think and uh, lastly is actually i think you would enjoy this game it's called shante and the pirate curse um i don't know what's I never really played this series before, but this one seems like I guess a remake or a re redone of some old games, I guess. But this, if it's, it feels like a, a classic Neo Geo game where it's uh, very highly, it's two D, but well, super highly animated, and the gameplay reminds me a lot of Middle Slug mixed with uh, Castlevania. I think you would actually enjoy this, uh, Ron. It's it it kind of brings you back that old. Style. I think you too, Mondo. I know you like the Metal Slug. I'm not sure if you like Castlevania, but I know you like Metal Slug. It has very similar elements to it, and it's uh, has yeah. There's always so many of these that I'm not that sure which so. is which. Um, uh, you know. Okay. Yeah, this one might be the most late, the latest one. Um, so I don't think yeah. you need to know anything of the prior series. It's very. Uh, it's very just, I guess, its own single thing. But it's it's it starts off simple where all you have is a jump and a, an attack, um, and the enemies are. It's pretty much like Castlevania, where like they have little hit points and then you you attack them and it, it drops off. But the way the animation and the graphics looks looks very like Metal Slug. The way the enemies come in, they die and all that stuff. Uh, very very highly and, produced. And uh, what I about Sea of Thieves, James? Are you it. going to continue with it? Have you continued with it? Yeah, a lot of people keep. Uh, it seems like they keep getting the game, and then I just would do casual uh, uh, voyages with them. So whenever, if, uh, whenever anyone jumps or asks me to play with, I'll go play with them because you know they seem to like the game too. And uh, yeah, I'm just working my way on that. That's something that I could just jump in anytime and and just play you if, uh, if I feel like it. Same old, same old. Uh, playing uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Uh, got Bardock and Broly the other night. I only got to play with him for like about an hour. I had to go to bed. Um, but so far, those characters are pretty fun to play with. Uh, I'm not too sure about Broly, though. He, he's a little hard to get used to, but I'm excited. Uh, I love the Japanese. You know what? They have no grapplers in this game. They just grappler? pretty much use the same movesets. <clears throat> and if they grapple or do anything, it's just 
a regular uh, quarter circle movement. There's like no real grappling in the game. Um, if that makes any sense. Uh, but other than that, he, he just seems to rush at you. He's a like kind of a rush character, which is pretty cool. He's always putting pressure on the opponent. Uh, Bardock, I only got to play with him for about five minutes. I don't kind of like it because it's just like Goku, just with a different moveset. So uh, I think I'll pass on him. But uh, more interested in Broly, just his overall, uh, overall size and just the menacing look is just really intimidating. Honestly, I thought he was going to be is slow, he a slow uh, character because he's kind of walking. Yes, but if he's jumping, he's pretty fast, and his dash moves are lightning quick. So, if you're able to cut the uh, distance between the other character, you can do a lot of damage, and his moves cut the cut the shorten the distance as well. And how? Uh, is no, special he pretty just cool? like a giant green ball at you, and it goes like either straight down at you or wherever the character is on screen. So if you're far away, full screen, it'll just kind of go three fourths of the screen. And if it hits you, then it does the animation, but kind of lame. I'm kind of curious about these, uh, I forget these dramatic finishes. So each character has one depending on who you're facing. And I think I have to do that with uh, Goku. Uh, So uh, I'll see how I can unlock it. I'll just probably Google it tonight. Yeah, sounds good. And then uh, playing sounds cool that Destiny Two game. I know you don't like us talking about it, James, uh, but just uh, I want to keep that one short. Had a lot of fun with it last week. Uh, this week with the patch coming out, mm, I'm kind of iffy. Um, I do like the fact that they're kind of giving out uh, positive rewards. I guess you can say, and yeah, hopefully you know it can go back to not. Going back to original Destiny 1, just kind of uh, putting out more things for us to do and get rewards, uh, kind of going back to the grind, so to speak, which I like to do. So, yeah, I'm going to keep Destiny too short. Yeah, they made some changes that uh, were a step in the right direction. I don't think it solves all the problems for Destiny 2, but uh, it's something that I think it's it's not going to change where it currently sits for me, which is something that you pop into a couple of times a week do a couple of objectives, and then move on to other things, um, which is kind of cool in a way. But uh, we'll see what happens more in May when the new expansion comes out. And um, maybe James will be brought back into the fold. Did you even do? Did you even try the storyline content on this uh, new one, James? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you did. I don't uh, think you I did. Don't because even the campaign remember. was maybe? not that good, <laughs> I will say. But... Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, if, let me know. We'll see. No, no details on that, and even though it's coming out like next month, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, and then for me, I just continued to play Assassin's Creed Origins. I'm making my way. This second DLC seemed to be uh, much bigger than the one that was previous to it, and uh, I'm almost at the level cap. And uh, there's just I love playing this game and getting loot and leveling up my character and, um, yeah. Little repetition with some of the enemies in the uh, quote unquote afterlife, um, but I still enjoy the game. And uh, they have like little weekly events where a new boss comes up, and you could just get him, uh, and he drops a unique piece of armor. And so, yeah, I like this game. And I think looking at in the horizon for me, I 
I may want to jump on that game with you, uh, brothers, James. Uh, it's getting kind of uh, brothers. It's, it's, huh? <laughs> That's the previous one. Oh, well, this okay. is the old game. <laughs> we can replay. That's the it. Old no, game. Uh, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a way out. Okay. Uh, a way out. Okay. Well, I'm, are you I only saw one review, and it was on Polygon, and they were giving it a six point five. Apparently, they felt like the storyline just does not uh the lever on the kind of serious tone that they're trying to have but they said the game itself seems pretty cool but it's just the story is not it's not that good yeah i i'm a little kind of hesitant because so like i fell game. off the map with uh um far cry 4 i never finished it it just um it, at the time i felt like it felt too much like the same so i I want to see uh, a, more reviews and uh, see how it goes. But are you leaning towards that one? Uh, I would like to play it one day. I finished the last two. I quite enjoy them. I never played Primal. Uh, I didn't know because that one came out a little too soon after the others. But maybe since this is such a big break since four, I hope it's a refreshing take on the series. Uh, the story, I would ne- I always felt like it was uh, good in those old ones, but it, eventually, you know, it becomes a kind of like a, a playground sandbox to do wacky things like wingsuiting and all that stuff. So I never took their stories too seriously, although they always had good villains. So I wonder yep. if this one had a, uh, has a good villain as well. So we'll see. No, and, uh, I, saw I just you wanted playing, to see something uh, else on the uh, Game Pass, and so I downloaded that one, uh, and it's pretty good. It's a good uh, translation of it. Um, I really hadn't touched it since that one day that I was messing around with it. It's it's a tough game. Um, it's still Mega Man. Uh, and, but you know what, uh, James? Is, I don't Man? think I'm going to uh, <laughs> stick around with my uh, Game Pass. I am one and done with Sea of Thieves. Uh, it's just not for me. Uh, I can appreciate that it's a beautiful, you know, graphics and, and world, but uh, it's just not enough game there for me, and uh, is, I'm not going to stick with it. And looking at the current um, games with Gold, no, not games with Gold, uh, Game Pass, there's not a lot there that I was like, I have to play that. So I'm good, and then that I can use that money to, you know, buy either Far Cry or God of War or some of these other things that are coming out pretty soon. Yep. Fair enough. I think next month or this coming month is uh, State of Decay is two, it out already? Because uh, which I'm excited about. Which notification? We like the first one. April? No, oh, yeah. it's gonna be out end of April, I believe. Yeah, end of the month. So I think they get they they look like they're trying to release a game a month now on the game pass service. So I think the month, the, the month after that, I think it's going to be crackdown three. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. But exactly. when you're going to jump back year, in right? for crackdown three. Okay. Well, uh, I heard middle of the year because that got delayed yeah. till May. Okay. Uh, well, let's they get have into some, some other news stuff. Then, for guys. Year, uh, so we'll see. Why don't we start up with uh, PlayStation to balance out this equation a bit. Um, and this is the uh, PlayStation Plus free games for April. They're giving out uh, Trackmania. You guys give me a yes or a no, or I don't care. <laughs> Tra- 
Is this Trackmania? I think it was a, a free game on Xbox a while ago. Right? Is it the same one? The um, yeah. It's, also, it's Mad Max. One. Yeah, that that's a good one to get for free. Um, that's Solid. available on Game Pass if I you like have Mad that. Max. So I mean, you don't need to. Um, but it's nice that you're getting it for free here. I don't. I didn't renew my PS Plus. Yeah. Uh, Mondo, uh, Mad Max, thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm gonna give it a thumbs down because I don't have a PS4 anymore. Okay, but if you got, but if you got Game Pass, wait, what yeah. happened? No, I sold it. Oh. I what? got tired of it. Uh, pretty much Xbox One is my main. All right, and it's gonna continue to be that way. A loyal fan. All right. And uh, well, I was gonna say they have that on uh, Game Pass if you are interested in it. Yep. And then uh, in space we brawl on PS3. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> Toy Home on PS3. Pass. Never heard of it. <laughs> uh, Ninety nine Vitas with the D on PS Vita with the T. Uh... <laughs> Never heard of it. That's the this system selling, bro. That's all you getting on PlayStation Plus, guys. All right. And one more Cube oh, rebooted on. on PS Vita. Hell yeah, let's go, Kubrick. Yeah, I might be interested. <laughs> hey, that's the only legit one yeah, I think. I wouldn't pay for uh, it, but if it was free, I would try it out. But <laughs> just because Kubrick gets some PS3, respect, PS4, it's just kind of cool. But uh, there you go. Um, apparently, they were giving out Bloodborne last month, or I guess it would be March. Um, so that was kind of cool. But I'm not into those games either. But uh, yep. All right, next up. Now let's go to Xbox Games with Gold for the same month, which will be April. And uh, I think we got some winners here. Number one, The Witness. Is this the game by Jonathan Blow? Hard pass for me. <laughs> it's, it's, it it's is. super puzzly and too much for me. Like, this is easy operation. I'm it's not like trying to a, figure one out of those like, puzzle games. Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I feel you. But yeah, Mondo. For people, it's been well rated for I'm people that like this type of game. That. So yep. maybe uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Huge thumbs up. Huge <laughs> thumbs down. <laughs> uh, Mondo, I remember you buying this. When... Yeah, and I played it for like two hours, and I stopped. <laughs> you did stop. Um, well, this will be cool for me, so that I can. I have a physical copy, but I'll have my digital one as well, so that I'll just kind of get. Uh, I have it on both fronts. There, James. Uh, is this going to get you to try this out? Uh, I may give it a shot. This is uh, the one that I haven't I don't think so, but it is interesting yet, that they have so. two characters. I may enjoy this more than Origins, you never know. And each so. one kind of has their own uh, missions. That's what's unique about it, and it's kind of cool. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's it's a solid story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Is the story any good? Okay. And uh, okay. Cars, number two. I'm, I'm willing to give into, it a uh, shot. If you the I'll Car say. Series or you have kids, that could be a good one. That's a, a 360 game. Um, no, thank you for me. <laughs> uh, and then thumbs down. thumbs down. All right. And then Dead Space 2. Now, <laughs> who knows the answer to this in that they've already given out a couple of Dead Space games. Am I right? Just the first one. Okay. So now they're adding the second one. This is a great game. And I so was the first, the first one. one. Huge thumbs up for me. Uh, yeah. And um, I think all three are greats, and uh, anyone who hasn't played it has uh, gets the ch- chance to, you know, 
uh, go through this the first time, I envy you because it is quite a ride, especially the second one. I think that's by far the best one. I would say it's like equivalent to Uncharted 2 to Uncharted 1. Uh, the and, only thing uh, that kills it for 3 is the uh, <laughs> three, the 3 is, is the, really good, the, but that I would crafting still say system, 2 is the best. You really had to get a lot of things, and I remember... Uh, I'm part of the problem, guys. I, I probably paid some real money just to save my time and <laughs> and uh, make some of the better weapons. Yeah, they got me on that one. They got me on that one. <laughs> Microtransactions. <laughs> I feel yeah. Um, but I think two was the definitely the best blend of uh, horror and action. Uh, where three felt more strictly. Yeah, Mondo, did you play um, all of the Death Space games? Uh, highly recommend the series in general. Besides the scary. Make these all right. Movie. Well, you were playing number three <laughs> games for a bit. How far did you guys go? <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's all good. We got pretty far. It's just that it got <laughs> it got scary. All right, and uh, the last one. Wait, was that it? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> the uh, Game Pass. So this is uh, Microsoft Game Pass. They're adding a couple of things here. So is it everything in this link here? Um, City Skylines. That's correct. There's I guess that's games, like a City type of game. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Call of the. I believe so. I never Call played of the it. Wilds. I guess so. That's like, um, what is that? I don't know. These are these games suck. <laughs> the only thing that's no. somewhat legit, and I say somewhat, is that Sacred Citadel. James, you and I popped that on when it was like a, a free games with gold games, and we played it once. I never touched it again, but it was fun at the time. It was like a beat 'em up game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very very solid beat 'em up game. I think the only other one that looks interesting. Uh, oh, dude, uh, I'm in. The, That's all you got to say. FMV. I'll try that out. Game. Looks like one of those old school FMV games. So kind of curious. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of yeah. curious to see how uh, modern take on an old school FMV type game uh, is. So let, let me the know first, if you oh, try got, that. I got out. precisely you, one day to do it because I think my pass ends on the second. Because it comes out the first of April. <laughs> I had the so. 14 day free trial. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us, guys. But I do want to make a request. Okay. If you can give us a review on the iTunes store, it will help spread the word of this podcast. Or if you want to send us any show feedback, I always ask for it. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If you like certain formats, if you want us to talk about wrestling again, because I have been watching wrestling, uh, we could do that as well. <laughs> um and uh, so if you do want to give us that feedback, you can send it to easyoperationsqa at gmail.com. I check every week before the show, nothing this week, but uh, you can always start us again at some point and we'll be happy to read it on the air. So, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add? Thank you, Face Hugger. Mondo, I'd like to thank else? Face Hugger, as usual, for providing us with his thank music. Thank you, God. Okay, and thanks to everyone else, and good night, guys. Good night. <laughs> good night. <laughs>